0: Okay. Hello, everybody. So this will be our final episode for this season um, for the 2022-23 if you look at the school year. Um, And we're going to take a hiatus for the summer. So we hope that um, this podcast will be interesting enough for you to want to learn more about what is coming up next year. Um, I was meeting with Lisa recently and we were trying to think of, like, one last podcast episode. Like, do we do a person or do we do a theme? And in reflecting back over what, all those that we talked about in the past year, it felt like there was this kind of looming theme that kind of came up with each person, right? Yeah. Like, do you agree? Yeah. 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 And and the theme seems to be, like, on a retreat. You know, like, Elizabeth really pushed for people to take a retreat, for either their spiritual growth or for respite and mental health probably Mm -hmm. um i don't know i mean do you agree lisa
1: oh i i agree um (laughs) i think it's interesting with her because she made prayer and quiet time and morning time in the chapel like so much a part of her rules but she also required that they go on retreat, even though it seemed like she was providing that on a daily basis. It still was important for her and for her sisters, her students, and even former students to Mm -hmm. um, take that time for retreat for yourself, like you said, to to, re-energize, to be at one with God, I guess. And so, but we see that like all through her life, but I think it took her a while to figure out what she wanted that to look like, Mm -hmm. I think. So that's why we thought it would be nice to do that now. Maybe people could take the time to do that this summer Mm -hmm. and the importance of of going on retreat. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it would be a book. I feel like, you know, as we are learning from what we read about, learning about Elizabeth Nancy and how she viewed life, how she, you know, practiced her spirituality, her faith, as well as all the people that she's encountering, that she's, like, guiding them and mentoring them. And I know, like, friendship, you know, is definitely at the forefront. Um, but it seems like for herself, she had always seemed to envision, especially after her husband died, um, being able to live the rest of her life in quiet and prayer, um, until it's her time to be in yeah. eternity. So that's what she was fixated on. Yeah. But all these people coming into her life, mm-hmm. you know, it really doesn't provide that, that much of a chance to lead that kind of life. But I thought what was neat, despite all the people that are behind her or they're um, motivated by her or inspired by her and they're following her they appreciate her friendship, I felt like as we were kind of going through, it, if you really think back and look at it, the one concept curious why people were drawn to her is because she did have that mindset of taking time for yourself, for your own well-being, because you know, like all the rest of us, we only have so many hours in a day, and yeah. she definitely held a huge responsibility. You know, here she wanted to live a quiet life and taking care of her children, but she ended up taking care of. The children and the community and the church and the students and and the, and the sisters. So, so much, so many people that she would Yeah. I think,
1: I, I, what's interesting about her is it's one of those things that you don't know, you don't miss something you never knew you wanted. But Elizabeth knew what she wanted because of growing up in the Rochelle, and she would talk about having those moments where she would walk out by herself and having that quiet time. She preferred that she preferred she had cousins she had people other kids that lived in the area but she preferred to be by herself Mm -hmm. Um, she didn't see it as loneliness she enjoyed being out in nature so she appreciated that but then like so many of us as you grow up and you have families and jobs and responsibilities that starts to get lost and to the point that you almost feel guilty taking Mm -hmm. time for yourself yeah and so she knew at that Was like to be able to take that time and just be at peace with yourself and she wanted that for other people and Mm -hmm. she worked really hard as you said like she had a lot of responsibilities almost from the beginning of her marriage by starting to have children and then taking care of um, parents and children and you know siblings and you know for many years and then went kind of right into the sisterhood and Mm -hmm. students and but she wanted them to be able to appreciate that. So that's why she started making that part of her mm-hmm. order. But we see her up late into the night writing letters. I would just thinking writing.
0: that. I I'm almost wondering if, you know, we always say, how do we know so much about Elizabeth? Well, because she wrote. She wrote a lot. I'm wondering if, like, even writing a letter was a chance for her to be on a retreat.
1: I think it is. I think in a little bit of a way okay because of what she was writing to them about okay <laughs> you know like she wasn't she wasn't we know she wasn't except with maybe julia's god a little bit mm-hmm. she wasn't a gossipy person mm-hmm. like when she's writing people it's about trying to get them to be one with god mm-hmm and you know and some of the former students she's even writing them like remember to take retreat remember to like have that time for yourself Mm -hmm. and so she definitely was someone that saw that that importance you know as a mom you're always hearing make sure you take time for yourself which a lot of us don't do and she really saw that importance which Mm -hmm. you know we'll get into later but um you know we see her when she's writing letters to even sisters that are leaving, she's like, make sure you're taking that time. Make sure you're taking bonding up with them. Yeah. You know, after they yeah. leave. The yeah. So, um, but what's also interesting about her is when she did have that kind of, you know, which path do I take? Mm-hmm. You know, after her husband died, do I go to Baltimore and start this school for girls, or do I go to Canada, Liracoline? And what was appealing was not only she felt like her sons would get an education, but they would get an education in both places. What really, I think, appealed to her about the Ursulines was their cloister. Mm-hmm. Like if she's living there, even though she wasn't becoming a, a cloistered nun herself, she would be in that environment. So she would have that time of quiet and peace and could reflect and could study. And I think that that's what she saw as being important then.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially because, like I said, so many people were pushing her more towards a public, active life. You know, they so wanted her to basically establish an institution, you know.
1: And Which meant she was not going to have that time. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but um, I, well, think... I mean, she was always
0: around people, like, even up until that, like, it was just constant people surrounding her. um...
1: So there's this like kind of I guess little movement out there today about like making your home a place of peace, like theology of the home, I guess, um, is what I've heard of it being called. But it's you know where you're making your home a place of refuge, a place mm-hmm. of peace. And we see that with Elizabeth even when she's married. So before her mm-hmm. husband died, like what she says to Julia Scott, you know, when her husband dies, come see me, and mm-hmm. like, peace is here with me it's where you'll find the attention and affection of a friend and so she it was important to her to make her home a place of peace and even at the academy where they lived Mm -hmm. and they taught she also called it a a retreat place because she wanted it to be a place that was of of comfort Mm -hmm. and did bring peace and you could have um, friendship there and solitude there and so I think I don't know where she learned mm-hmm. that. Maybe she learned that as a child, like really desiring that, mm-hmm. that quiet and peaceful and prayer time.
0: Yeah. But. but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I read something in one of her letters where it, she often calls her retreat, like if she's writing to her friend about what she was doing with her students and whatever time period, she always say, you know, something to like my, our happy retreat. Like mm-hmm. she always referred to as our happy retreat. Right. You know? I, I'm, I I. always felt that was a little funny word, happy, um, to describe something. Like, I think I would have been more on the side of, you know, renewing myself, being re energized, feeling the respite, feeling the peace. I, I never would have thought of happy. I mean, am I right that she referred her retreat, yeah, our yeah. happy retreat? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay.
1: because I think she saw it because. um, she was trying to get to a place i think with the sisterhood of the students where every day they were focused on listening to god and i think that's a big um, thing that happens with elizabeth in that she stops looking at a retreat as which i think we all do like last time you think i'm going to retreat it's like so it's like we've said it here so that we can renew that we can get back with god that i can do this i can do this where she kind of switches that a little bit and starts Thinking of that's a time for you to be quiet and listen. Like, start right. listening to what is God trying to tell you? What is He trying to prepare you? How is He trying to strengthen you? And instead of us coming, which a lot of times we do in prayer, where it's like, you know, God, I want this and this and this and this and this, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of became more of just be quiet and just listen to what comes to your mind. Yeah. Like, what is He trying to tell you?
0: So, would you say that would be almost like a religious formation?
1: Yes, because she uses the retreat in her religious formation. Okay. Right. And she uses it for First Holy Communion when mm-hmm. she's preparing the girls, young girls, you know, very young girls sometimes, eight, nine, ten years old, for First Holy Communion. What does she make them do? Mm-hmm. Go on retreat. Right. So they're sitting in the chapel quiet. She's teaching them how to, through prayer, listen to what God wants you to hear, and what mm-hmm. he's trying to tell you and prepare you. So, and she does use it as part of her formation for the sisters. So, and what does she do as soon as they get here? Like it's the first thing that she does is she wants a retreat. So they get here at the end of July and she has a retreat in August. Mm -hmm. So it's it's her time, I think, to slow down and listen to what God is trying to tell her, which I think is why retreat is important for all of us. Because I think those moments where you're praying really quickly, you're not getting it. Like, mm-hmm. I think you need that time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like wasn't there some sort of writing? Um, like, did she actually provide instructions?
1: Yes. Yeah. So it was part of her formation. Um, yeah. So she writes instructions for retreat of the soul and body, okay. and and it's really good because that she's telling them. Well she writes, the first thing you must do, my dear children, is dispose yourself of an examination of conscience, it is to retire as privately as possible and prepare a solitude for your heart. You have to commit you have committed your sins amidst the turmoil of the world and the agitation of your passions, but it is only in the silence of retirement and the calmness of recollection that you can have it. In your power to remember them more efficiently. So she's saying that you need that quiet time to really think about what you've done and really be able to reflect on your decisions. I think a lot of times we make decisions very quickly and we rationalize our um, actions. And it's really when you're sitting by yourself that it starts to come to you like, yeah, I probably didn't behave very well in that situation, or, you know, and it's listening to what God is telling. I mean in this reflection is so nice because she also encourages you to invite the Holy Spirit to be part of that conversation in a way. Like to just just be in your own calmness and silence. Yeah. You know. And this book is put together. You said it's like an instruction a book Yeah.
0: Do we have it published somewhere? I'm sorry yeah. for my naiveness. No, there is a
1: book called The Retreat of Retreat with Elizabeth C which I think takes parts of that. yeah. But this part, the retreat that I'm referring to um, was part of her formation for the sisters. And I think it was important to do that. And, And like I said, she really changes to, from being like, I need this retreat because I'm burnt out or I'm, you know, things like that. And to a retreat of just listening and trying. She really feels that in retreat i believe that god will prepare you for what's what is going to come what he knows is going to come in your life so if you take that time and listen to him and do what he wants you to do then he's going to prepare you for what's about mm-hmm. to come
0: so i am taking three four weeks off in <laughs> july because it's such a busy year especially with our programs and tours, it starts picking up like mid-August and we will literally run all the way through yeah. mid-June, basically, yeah. we'll or say, the end of or, June. What do we
1: we'll say from her birthday to her feast day? are yeah. just- yeah,
0: right, exactly. <laughs> um, so, but this year, because this is going to be the first time that I'm taking this extended period of vacation time off, um, in probably three years, I think. I feel like when we went into COVID, it, like we still hit the ground running, trying to oh, keep we did. things going. Yeah. Like, we never more really so. had that break. More so. <laughs> break. And, and then we had change over staff and training and new programs and reopening back up. But now, you know, I'm like, i finally getting it. But one of the things I want to do, I have no plans, I have a family reunion, <laughs> and that's it i'm going to be home but there is a period of time where i almost really do want to take a retreat for myself i want to turn off the world i just want to set the no phones no tv no taking my kids to their different activities like i'm either just home or maybe i go to like a campground and i go camping but i'm just there i'm going outside of my daily routine basically i'm not going to worry about shores or anything like that so if i were to do that because you've read a lot on Elizabeth's retreat, what, what would be like two things that would help me to get into my mindset? Like, is there a first thing I should do in my approach to retreat? Does Elizabeth have that? Like, what's your first step as you're entering a retreat? What's your second step?
1: Well, I mean, she does kind of list list things out as far as what she wants you to think about. Like she says, you know, first, all is God and all for his greater glory and his love. So I think she she wants people to think and, and really believe and focus on the fact that, okay, God is above everything else. And he does have control and he is listening to me and he does love me and he does want the best for me. And to really kind of meditate on that and think about that and really understand that, that you do have that support. And there is hope and, and things like that i think like what, get rid of
0: all the stress yeah so there is hope yeah.
1: i think one of the difficult things about retreat um, myself and i know that people have done this too is it takes a little bit to get into it because we're so used to go 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 go, go and we're so used to noise mm-hmm. like right now elizabeth didn't have this we have this today there's always noise yeah like whether it's the refrigerator running in the background or the air conditioner running mm-hmm. or whatever, we don't know what that's like to have absolutely no noise.
0: Complete silence.
1: Yeah. And so it's uncomfortable. It's just like fasting. I think it's like, mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable at first because we're so fast paced. Even I think everyone is type A. I don't, I think everyone is, if they sit still for five minutes, they, they don't know what to do. And yeah. They start fidgeting, and, and you, I think you have to get past that, and just start being in the, the calmness and the accepting and listening to what God tells you. So,
0: I mean, you're right. I mean, you even said it, even at a little bit of that. we have said, she got to the point where she's like, I want everyone to just kind of step away from me. I don't want
1: distraction.
0: She right. just wanted to be, right. so that way she can really hear.
1: Right. I mean, yeah, she yeah. was willing to do those things. Like we talked about with Brute, Father Brute, or she ended her relationship with him because when she's listening to him, she can't listen to God. And that's because he was constantly right there saying,
0: "Yeah,
1: like, oh, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and you should pray for this, and this is going to be an answered prayer. And it does become noise. Yeah, you noise. Know? And, mm-hmm. and you, you get distracted with that. So that's why it is good to go, like, on a silent retreat or retreat by yourself. And it is hard. It's not easy. Like, people think, oh, retreat, it's not a vacation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. After, I mean, yeah, I don't think of yeah. it as a vacation. But right. I am using, I am leveraging my vacation time. Oh, yeah. To take advantage that I have control yeah. to put myself in that mindset. You right. know? Um But I think, I think it is bit that's almost inspired me to do that, as well as all the stress that I've had in the last year, especially the last of a month, but then, you know, just over, you know, we just go, go, go. You know, it's not always just stress. It's just, there's been a lot of good things, but right? it's just constant. Right. And I'm just, I just need a breather. And I'm thinking if I put myself in a retreat, so what would be the second thing I should consider?
1: Um, well, the, the second thing that she says is, all after God, the greatest glory and love of his most holy mother. Now this was probably because Elizabeth had a, a really closeness to marry, mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to remember that we do have that as Catholics, that we do put her in a place of importance, of it, that she she was a mother, that she understands, especially as women, like what we're going through, and she understands suffering and loss and hardship. Um, mm-hmm. And also then remember, she's also with us, like, the, like we've said in the past with the Holy Family, like Elizabeth looked to them as being her support system. Like we always have that support system. truly, we're never alone. You know, we have have them for guidance. We just have to listen. We can't listen with all the noise. So, I mean, I'm excited for you to do this. I think it'll be good.
0: Well, I wanted something more than just going to Sunday Mass. Because, you know, I go to early service. So 7 a.m. So it's done in 15 minutes. Um, And sometimes it is nice and quiet. But that's the only time I can get the quietness. Like, I can't even go to a 9 a.m. mass because there's just so much noise. There's so much children, <laughs> and it's, it's like, um, oh, how, where is the silence that so we can hear and talk to God? You know, so which you know we forward. know with
1: Elizabeth, like nature was such a big thing. She writes about it so much, and I think when you're out walking in nature, it's not this. You know, when you go um, to a museum, then your mind gets distracted because you're reading and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when you're outside, yes, you see the beauty of it, but if there's nothing around and you're just walking you do start to get closer to God because you start pondering things and things come to your mind that maybe he wants you to be thinking thinking mm-hmm. about um, And it's also good to listen to to good speakers or listen to you know maybe a book like when we went through mm-hmm. St. Francis de Sales that kind of also mm-hmm. starts you thinking. And pondering and then spent quiet time even reflecting and writing yeah, which also Elizabeth did at first and again we see with her this is one of the things I love about Elizabeth because we don't encounter her when she's already got all the answers we encounter her when she's still a work in progress yeah you know and true. what's one of the first things she does with that retreat when she's here on that retreat and Father DeBoer gives that retreat she starts being like oh I'd rather have father who do this retreat Mm -hmm. because he was so much more um, charismatic I guess Mm -hmm. and and then she realizes afterwards that she kind of maybe hurt father divorce by saying basically your retreat wasn't what I wanted but then she realizes that maybe it was what she needed
0: right so in a way it's sort of retreat can also bring forth a chance to learn yes Open your mind up more so you have to not always go for what you want but just to take the opportunity for what is available, what's right. there, what's in the moment, right? And then making the most of it and
1: learning from it. And I think, yeah. like, praying before you go on retreat or right at the beginning of retreat, like, what is it that you want me to learn here? Okay. And it'll come, you yeah. Think. I would tell you right now. I have no idea (laughs) for
0: myself. Like, what am I hoping to get? I'm, I'm just hoping to gain, I guess, just clarity. I I think I am looking for like that renewed energy, clarity on like how to keep going forward Mm -hmm. in a positive way. Yeah,
1: I mean, and I think that that's, you know, again, I think Elizabeth is such a great example of someone who had an extremely busy life and still made the time to to go on retreat and mm-hmm. to be on retreat. And to your point, like when here she is dying, there's how many people living in that, like 140 people living in that house. Mm-hmm. She's got her daughter who's very emotional. She's got sisters who, who want to save her every moment of her last days so they can be constantly talking to her yeah. and she doesn't want it. The only thing that she asked about are the orphans like have they been fed she wants to make sure that the children that like, again
0: like it goes through on some level she's always caring for someone else she's always going for
1: someone else and not just for herself but as far mm-hmm. as what she was doing now she did make some requests a few days before she died of mm-hmm. what she wants to happen during the water and all of that but those last days the last 24 hours of her life it's in prayer yeah, and calmness she, yeah. and peace. And she just wants, you yeah. know, just that time to be listening to God.
0: Yeah. So I I don't know, Lisa, I feel like I could almost end it with this. A retreat is an act of being children of the church. Yes. Never, Mother Stephen said that. Be, right. children, of the be children of the church. Be children of the church. Be children of the church.
1: It is. It is. And it's just like children. They need to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They need to listen instead of thinking, well, Kat, I'm going to tell you what I want. Mm -hmm. And so you just tell me how you're going to give it to me. It's not that, you know, it's listening to what he wants you to learn. And we don't take the time to do that. You know, people get the opportunity maybe to go on retreat once a year, maybe for a morning. But she knew it was important and she required it several times a year. Yeah. And it's so important, like I said, that she would write former students and ask them to come back to make sure they were on retreat.
0: Yeah. So I'm sure Mother Sheetan would say it today. Take this summer, take the next couple months, and make that time for you. Yeah. Put yourself in a retreat. Whether it's an hour retreat, because you know sometimes that's all she had, or if you're going for a walk, try to do a meditation that will put you in a retreat mind. Or it's a full day or several days, which that's what
1: I'm aiming for. (laughs) Maybe for
0: several days. Um,
1: But yeah. And she, Uh, and you know, and like I was saying, she didn't have to say to them, limit the noise. Because they didn't have it. But I think she would say that today. Try to go to a place without all of the the noise in your head.
0: Well, we hope everybody have a wonderful summer. And... That you get that retreat in, get that either relaxation, renewedness, or you learn something new about yourself. But we do hope that you tune into our next series of podcasts, which we'll pick up in September. Um, We're excited because we're going to kind of capitalize on specific themes and introducing people within those themes, Um, which we kind of... but a little bit of that today, when we were discussing, you know, Elizabeth had two choices. She could leave a quiet life in prayer, or she can go over here and be very public, you know, building an institution, doing what all these people are hoping that she would do and accomplish. Right. And so, you know, so if I hear, you know, some specific individuals, where well, she might be reaching out to them and to, yeah, discuss
1: what her options are. So right.
0: we're interested in sharing
1: some of that. So so, yeah. And and again, I love Elizabeth because she was a work in progress, you mm-hmm. know, and she's so relatable. So mm-hmm.
0: So also, um, last note, you can certainly if you haven't listened to all of our podcast they the all up please revisit them and um, we would love to hear some feedback too. So you can send an email at office at seatonshrine.org or fill out one of the forms that you can find on their website. It, the message will get to us one way or another. But thank you so much for supporting us and listening into our podcast, our friends and followers. And we hope that you will continue our journey when we pick up again in September of 2022 for 23
1: years. Right. Right. All right. All right, thank Have you. A great summer. Bye-bye. Bye.